Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. You're, you're swimming in people soup. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to Core. We talk about video games far and wide. The entire industry is at our fingertips. I'm Scott John Smith, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger, and uh, we're happy to be here. Hello to all the fine folks who joined us live in the chat room, and anybody at home, you're just as cool, too. I want to uh, put out a quick note here before we get going. Uh, Dan wrote in, and I wanted to correct a couple things about uh, our talk of OLED technology and whether or not the new switch would uh, either, or that it would use less battery than the current device and why Nintendo was reporting the same battery life. Um, And he had a really interesting take. He works at Garmin. He says, we recently, or sorry, just really uh, quick, one of the commodities I manage at Garmin is LEDs and displays. Uh, Battery use on OLED is complicated because like a normal display, the brighter you have it, the more battery it uses. Unlike a normal display, as you start uh, the black and the dimmer parts of the image use less power. So will this translate to you guys playing a game that is dark, like a horror game, like Resident Evil, something like that? Uh, and would you get better life than you were saying than if you were playing something like Katamari Damacy, which is super bright and all of that? That's been the big question. Like, will OLED with more dark save more battery? It says due to this and just generally how bright you set your screen, I completely understand why they, why they aren't talking much about battery life. It's too hard to predict with OLED displays says their watches at Garmin have a huge range of usable battery life just based on what kind of splash screen you're displaying on your watch. Our non-OLEDs watches are much more predictable because it's, again, everything's lit all the time, so you know what those lives are going to be. Uh, says one last issue is that the red, green, blue, uh, or sorry, 
the one issue with the OLED technology is that red, green, and blue LED dyes die uh, derate. Does that mean derate how bright they are, or can it be? I'm not sure what that means. Anyway, uh, can be different curves over time. So over time, the color reproduction can start to be off. Too much blue or too little red, for example. If there's not a way to calibrate the screen, LED backlit displays uh, all the LEDs derate their brightness at the same rate. So the screen may just be dimmer, but the colors will still be accurate. So anyway, there's issues. OLED, we all get excited. The sounds great. My phone has an OLED screen. It's beautiful. I love it, but it's not perfect. And uh, your battery life may vary. So thanks for that, Dan. We so appreciate we, we'll it. We'll only know once uh, we get our hands on one and can see for ourselves. That's right. Not until we burn our battery down to nothing will we truly know. All right, let's get into it. A few things going on this week. Did you guys see these uh, Diablo 2 cinematic updates? I did, as a matter of fact. So I'm blown away by these. Um, you know, they had said that they were going to do this, and it's easy in the in the miasma of dark blizzard news uh, to, you know, it's with these things coming out at the moment they're coming out, it's a super big bummer for a lot of us because we're still sort of feeling the sting of all of that, but... They had said during the presentation of the uh, of the event where they announced the D2 Resurrected game, which was earlier this year, that they were going to be remastering all of the cinematics, the Act 1, 2, and 3 cinematics. And I don't know what else. I can't remember what else D2 had. Um, and I thought, oh, they'll, you know, 4K and it'll be remastered in that way. And maybe the colors will pop a little bit better and it won't be all crusty looking like it did and. 99 2000 whatever you know like that all is going to get improved but it can't really be that big of a jump blah 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 uh totally wrong man (laughs) holy crap these are amazing um like they've only released uh acts one and two um in video form so people can see it i'll put a little bit of this up on the screen so you guys can see the before and afters there's already a pretty great original and remastered comparison video you this deserves to be seen on its own and appreciated but watch it if you can with the back-to-back because it is they're light years apart with with it still staying what i think is true to the the original vision of the original game and the feeling of the original game cinematics but they legit did this like this is not screwing around Um, no i wasn't yeah it looks good um it looks really really good yeah. Uh, there's a couple of things. So uh, to to be a little nitpicky, like this made me aware of something um, that's kind of an interesting thing to to talk about when it comes to uh, being nostalgic for something. Right. Because I've seen the cinematics for Diablo two probably a hundred times. Yeah. I I know to listen for certain screams when they're going into this sort of madhouse where they're keeping uh, Marius. Yeah. Like, I, I know it that well. And so there are certain elements that you sometimes get attached to that are sometimes kind of silly elements to think about that I do miss in the new one. Like, undeniably, it looks better. Yeah. But it's it's little touches like how overblown the fire is in the original mm. and they went much more muted in the in the resurrected. And uh also there's a moment later where skeletons kind of leap out of the flame and very unrealistically I might say 
in the original, the uh, sockets of the skeleton's eyes had fire coming out of them, mm. and they kind of lit up. Yeah. In the new one, it doesn't make sense for fire to be in the eye sockets of the skeleton, so it just looks like a, a skeleton in fire. Um, and I miss little moments like that, and I, I found myself going like, meh, <laughs> kind of getting <laughs> internet-y about it, you know? Um, and then I thought about it, and I was like, no. The, undeniably, this looks better. Undeniably, they did a good job. But there, there are some little little bits and pieces. The best I can tell, too, it's shot for shot, and there's no pacing change. There's no um, new footage. The voice work, I think, is the same. Right? Yeah, it's the exact same audio put okay. over the top. Yeah, so that would make sense in terms of them not changing much else. Um, they just, you know, scene for scene, it's it's sort of reshot again. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is, after the mess that was Warcraft 3 and all the other Blizzard bullshit lately, this uh, was actually a thing that they said they were going to do and it, and it looks better than I expected. Like, I didn't think they were going this far. Uh, with it it's almost redone like well it, it it is redone in a lot a lot of ways i would actually like to know more about how it was done um because i uh, did they just reanimate everything is, or did they do something where they rigged things and then just did this on top of it like i don't know i don't know man. yeah because i think in the in the main game i think you're able to hit a button and switch between original graphics and old graphics mm-hmm. and uh I, I don't I don't think you'd be able to do that for the cinematics, but that'd be cool, wouldn't it? It would be kind of <laughs> that would be really cool. I, I doubt you'll be able to do it for cinematics, but it it's just it's neat. Yeah. It's neat how you know, and it's also not exactly, and I I mean it doesn't have to be for a movie, but it's not an overlay. Like there are differences in the performance. There are things that is in one version that isn't in the other, but it's still extremely faithful to what was there before. Yeah. And that includes some awkward, I think like when they're not to Chaldeum, what was the, what was the name of the city in the first game? Um, this desert city in act two, Lut Golane. Lut Golane. When they get there, um, there's some, there's some stilted moments of like, he spoke too quickly after he finished talking or, you know, things like this. And that was true of the original and they kept that stuff in. They didn't change any of it. Yeah. So if you had well, that might be out of necessity because they were going to use the same audio, which means they may have to yeah. adhere very stringently to some of the audio cues. My guess is they could have gone. They could have done more, but that would have been a, a, in contrast with what the commitment here is supposedly, which is be super true to this thing and, you know, make it whatever it's going to make it. And you may listen to this and go, I thought you guys were mad at Blizzard. No, I'm I'm super stoked for the people, the creatives who made this. <laughs> and I think the, you know, uh, internally, this is amazing. This is really neat. Nice. This is great work. And it just goes a long way to say, hey, they're they're going to com- they committed to this one in a way that they just did not do with Warcraft 3 Reforged. And I appreciate it. You know, uh, you can also make the argument that the Diablo 2 resurrected uh, game is being made by Vicarious Visions. Yeah, which is well, a little different. partially. Group. So, yeah, yeah. Um, not Blizzard. Right. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to this. And, and I said this before when we got into all the Blizzard stuff, and it's still true here. Um, you know, you have to make your own decision on whether or not you want to support Blizzard. I had already purchased this game. I've had this game basically since it was announced. And so there's a decent chance I'm going to play it. 
But I didn't stop playing WoW because uh, Blizzard ended up being a bad company. I stopped playing WoW because it's a bad game. Yeah. And uh, so I'm not opposed to necessarily playing playing this. You know, I love Diablo 2. And, you know, there's a lot of people clearly putting effort and time into it. But if somebody told me, like, I just can't do it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that, too. Uh, it is uh, really pretty. If you want to go look at these, you should. They're on their YouTube channel, and uh, I was blown away by it. Also, it speaks quali- or speaks uh, volumes about the quality of the original audio. They didn't have to change anything. It still sounds great. Um, boy, the material looks a lot better. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give them that. I think they just took that material model right out of their existing you know, assets and said, put buff cool material in these shots, please, because he's a little stiff in the old stuff. Yeah, they. It looks like for old Tyrael, it looks like somebody was like, "Let's just smudge the lens with Vaseline, <laughs> so we don't have to. We don't want to show him too much. Just blur him out a little bit." Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see. I may get. Uh, I mean, I pre-ordered it as well, but right now I'm still just feeling so sour about it. I just don't know what I want to do. But I guess I would say the artistry here and that is uh, undeniable. And those guys are those guys as as usual are, you know kind of top of their game so well done it's already starting we'll be back to playing their games i mean at some point but yeah i'd sure like them to do better at the top again this is my old point it's not the people on the front line that i'm mad at um the people who are sitting in their ivory towers right now going boy i hope this blows over soon they're the ones i i'm mad at they're the ones that are doing it for the money and it's not interesting to me at all to support them but uh yeah, I don't want just a couple of animators kicking ass. I think that's great. Well done, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, related news. Diablo 4 game director's out. He's done. Gone. Fired. Uh, Luis Bergia? Bergia? I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, he's the most notable face on uh, on the game as, in terms of their, their their updates and stuff on stage and everything. That was all him. For the he most was part, the main stage presenter in the opening ceremony for yep. Diablo 4. Diablo 4 Game Runner. Had nothing to do with 2, so these aren't connected. Um, Diablo 2 re, re, Resurrected is an entirely different team, different leadership, all of that. Uh, someone also reminded me today that Diablo 3, a month after the announcement of 3, they lost their lead designer and uh, one of the main artists for some re- other unrelated thing. Uh, their point being like it's probably really not that big of a blip there's plenty of leadership there who could take over people within the team already and they gave no details as to why these people were let go except uh lead designer who's also a lead designer on the project jesse mccree who's also uh, known for doing stuff on multiple teams he was on the wow team for a long time he uh worked on the overwatch team mccree is named after him he is also one of the guys in the cosby suite uh controversy controversy rather and he is out as well uh let's see also apex legends lead dev fired for stuff uh back from activision call of duty times uh don't know too yeah. many details about well that. he was fired now for posts he made that were racist and discriminatory oh they actually it's just, said it's not to do with activision blizzard it's apex it's ea but those guys were call of duty developers before they were with the ea if i'm not mistaken oh i gotcha okay um, so I was trying it, to figure there's out a connective tissue there and all that to say it's, it's rampant in the industry not just a blizzard problem. Right. Uh, we knew that already, but yeah, yeah, we definitely knew that. It, 
I saw another piece of news that uh, another person from the Cosby Suite picture uh, was it Corey Stockton is yeah. on. He's still uh, a he's blizzard. He's not fired, but he's on probation, I think. Yeah, or, or le- administrative leave. leave. Yeah, something Whatever that like is. that. Never really know what that is, but yes, administrative leave. Um, my, I have, I have, I have mixed feelings about Corey because I really like Corey a lot. I know him and he's a sweet, sweet guy. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. And that makes, that may speak to why he's not just straight up fired, but everybody else in that room seems to be getting the ax. And, yeah. um, I guess we'll see. I don't know enough about how that's all going to go, but he, uh, um, that is to say Jesse McCree, uh, whether this affects, they do anything with McCree or not. Like if the character changes or anything like that, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. I feel like the character. I mean, for sure, no, for sure, it's changing. I I don't think, think so? they should. I, don't I think, think they that's. Will. I think that's more baby Blizzard changes. Like, look at us, we're yeah. changing stuff. Yeah, you want like, a character in your game that reminds you of the uh, sexual assaulter that your company is. You well, know, I think let's let's start with. Uh, here's a crazy idea: don't name your characters after actual people in your company. <laughs> well, studio. you know, and I, then that, uh, I think that's not fair. I think you, they, she should be an upstanding person. I think it's his. They, sure, everybody should be an upstanding person, here. but I think I think going, hey, let's name this this cowboy character after a real human being. I'm sure they're a perfect human being and won't surprise us in any. Un- like, yes, hindsight is is perfectly clear but at the same time don't name your dumb cowboy after an actual person <laughs> and then you don't have to face this dilemma yeah. like, oh i give think him, it's don't be give a him sexual, a different cowboy message. name don't be a sexual assaulter is the message i, I think there's two, characters there's two messages though there's two messages one is absolutely that don't be an assaulter yeah and the one's other message given, is, one's a lesson you should actually learn yeah the other one is you know maybe make it a policy Wait, not what? to name everything after which there. one's the given well, don't this, be a sexual assault. Yeah, that person. should be the given. That's a given. They don't have to learn that lesson. They should have already known it. Well, don't some name people have to learn that obviously because they people. do it. Yeah, they have to learn that like, lesson because they did it. So right. that's not it's true. It's extremely stupid to be like, let's change. <laughs> and I think McCree's it's fine name. to name characters after people. <laughs> I just don't, Here's what I think. I just, I just I think Mac- that point. <laughs> I think McCree McCree is a character who I didn't know was named after Jesse McCree until all this mess. I don't know how many players knew of it otherwise. I'm sure some did. But at this point, McCree is bigger than him. It's a yeah. it's a big branded character that, uh, you know, like it or not, is a huge part of the future of that franchise. If there is a future to that franchise, I don't think they're going to change it because it's McCree. It's like saying, I, I don't think they're going to. Well, I don't think pseudo- they should. I think in the lore, it's a pseudonym anyways. Oh, is it? I read that somewhere. I, I haven't confirmed it, but I think the fact that he goes by McCree is not it was never his real name prior. It's going to be very so. shocking when it's revealed that his true name is Cowboy Jim. Yeah, Cowboy Jim. It's Jay, it's Jay Brack, Jay Allen Brack. Would you? Really, it's real unfortunate. It's in the water. We can't change it. We wrote it down. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but um, but yeah, that was a that was a that was a that was a ding for them for sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's a bunch of leadership gone. They've said they've already got appropriate people internally that they'll move into those positions. It's a little like, uh, you know, when when um, uh, Kaplan left, they pretty quickly moved Aaron Keller in there and kind of had that plan. So I'm sure they've got other things like that going on. What's weird about this whole thing and all these changes and people being let go or leaving or whatever, the entire process, actually, the whole thing is happening 
and we forget at home because we're just not privy to it, but it's happening outside of campus because no one's worked at Blizzard campus in those offices with the exception of very few since May or excuse me, March of 2020 when the pandemic shut everything down. That's when everybody went to work from home and they're still doing that. So everything, including their, their protest was get in the car and drive to the thing and protest and then go home again, not walk out of your cubicles and protest out in the front where you were there all day. And then these guys leaving they're they're being called on the phone or I don't know. Like it's not the same as coming to my office. It's just a weird time. Right. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah. There must be some on-site staff though. Yeah. Right. Well, there is some, there's some systems people and all that, but like none of the, not all the, the devs don't work there. None of the, um, none of the art departments, any of the big departments, not, just not yeah. there. Leadership's not there. The only people are there are like servers, upkeep, uh, you know, live services guys stuff like that and gals but it's like you know whatever minimum they can do and it just makes this even odder and it's not od- it's an oddity that everyone's having to deal with across everything the pandemic you know kind of everybody had to deal with it in whatever way they had to deal with it but it's just easy to forget that they're not in their meeting there's no like boardroom conversation there's none of this it's phone and zoom and that's it let's get on the zoom call and find out what we're gonna do about the overwatch cowboy yeah even even morale wise it's weird too then because if they're still working from home you know it's not like they're in the office like refusing to work they're just at home gardening or something like that like you know what i mean (laughs) like some protest (laughs) like i don't know i don't i don't mean that derisively but it's you know there's probably a vibe in the office when things are not good, except there's no vibe in the office. It's all over, I guess, Slack. Like the whole yeah, company's probably run via worse. Slack now, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's a <laughs> bunch of it's a bunch of Slack rooms, and you don't have eye contact for ninety percent of this. You don't have all those other things that you would have in an office. You don't have a sideways glance at your friend who's four desks that way, just to say, "Ooh, kind of weird today, huh?" You know, you don't have any of that. There's no break room with a donut to talk over. You're just you just left at home to go, well, I just had a horrible meeting. I'm going to go take a shit in my own toilet, and then I'm going to come back here. <laughs> I just can't imagine it. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying more in the aftermath of all of this. Oh, by the way, huge thanks to some list, a bunch of core listeners really stepped up and donated uh, for those, uh, the Broken Hearthstone stuff. We got a big donation going to those, uh, those, three, uh, uh, those three charities. So I'm really excited about that. But anyway... Beyond that, one of the things I'm trying to do is say, can I get into the headspace of the rank and file? Like the people who are affected by this, who are just trying to do their jobs, who are just trying to make ends meet, who 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 could be lost in a heartbeat if stock prices take a giant dump. Like I'm, I'm, I'm worried about those people because they're not a-hole, overly rich, ridiculous CEOs. They're just working jobs and are in some ways ancillary victims of the whole mess. And I hope that some of those, some of that, you know, can some relief can come to them. I don't know what that means or how it's going to manifest itself, but something. This is a tough conversation. One thing we know for sure is that if they change McCree's name, they will have successfully (laughs) defeated sexism. Um, Yeah. Uh, Probably what's more likely to happen is once it starts to blow over, because, you know, when Blizzard... Activision Blizzard posts record numbers. 
they lay off people. I was reading an article today. It was there was five instances of this in their history. How many people are they going to lay off once this dust blows over? For all the people that have gone on public spheres and made the company look bad, like those people, yeah. those da- those people's days are numbered. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it doesn't matter what side if they're on the side. The company's not there to be on the side of right, but they're going to bide their time. You know, like hey, you release shitty news on a Friday. They're, they're not going to do it in the middle of this shitstorm. But all those people that are breaking rank and file, it's a closed company that closely guards its secrets. All those people that are diminishing the value of the IP, are, there's going to be consequences. I 100% agree. And that's why I'm worried about them. Because I don't think they, I think standing up for what you believe and still trying to make ends meet is seems contradictory. To But you, you got to take, you know, you have to have whatever stand you have. And I feel bad for any of them that are going to get lost in the. In the chipper, it's at the a end toxic of this. relationship. They should get out and take their talent to companies that deserve it or their own projects if they possibly can. Yeah, well, that's a controversial yeah, statement, know. but but not. I know in the way I know, you mean, I know the I know way you mean it. It's not easy just for everyone to do that, but it's it's a to, it's a toxic. I listened to the description, and I there was a time where I'm like, you know, I saw Chris Messon's video, and I'm like, man, it sounds like an awesome place to work. Yeah, maybe I could work there. Now I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad that I did not work there. That sounds like the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. And for anyone that's there who might just be having a hard time going through that, from the outside looking in right now, it looks like you're in an abusive, toxic relationship and you need to leave that man. Yeah. That's that's just what it looks like to me. I'm glad you you actually said it that way because that's what I was going to get at is the the statement's only controversial if we don't contextualize it. And the the contextualization of this is like saying, like I've been getting heat for the last few days because I've basically came out and said, look, I'm not... It used to be a troll would say something hideous online and I would kind of reach out to them and say, really, do you feel that way? And try to get a conversation going. I'm not, I don't do that anymore. I just block them. Goodbye. No, don't need you in my life. And somebody said, Hey, this is like getting, uh, uh, what do you call them? Call, fake calls. What do you call those? Junk calls or whatever. What do you call that? Yeah. Uh, Robo calls. Robo calls. Yeah. When you get those, or even if it's not a robot, and it's some guy going, we're with the FBI. We need your, all your information or whatever. Fishing call, scammers yeah. and stuff. You wouldn't sit around going, I'm trying to understand your motivation. I'd really like to, you know, I know you're trying to screw me here and it's all very obvious, but, but really, I know you're a human being and deep down, you would never do that. So why am I doing that with people on social media? Freaking F off. You're getting blocked. That's it. That's it. A little piece of me died. People are pretty, pretty bad. No, they're terrible. They're terrible. I, I tried once because I had that moment of like, are these people uh, actually bad? Like, like at the end of the day, I'm talking to another human being. This isn't a, this isn't a computer. This is a person. Right. Uh, and they said stuff that I'm not comfortable repeating on a show that people are going to hear to me. So uh, yeah, they can all go. They're not good human beings. Exactly. They can all take a you, head dive you into could the shit. Pick up the phone, cuss them out, and you would be doing a, a service compared to what they deserve. Exactly. So. so block and move on. That's that's my new policy, and everyone can say, oh, but you've lost some of your humanity whatever dude i've tried long enough i'm done well, we're all we're all losing our humanity every day anyways. yeah i'm done we're, we're, we're aging it's, yeah it's, i'll spend time okay. with all the other awesome people i like and i don't mean people who disagree with me that's great i'll talk to you because you may have a point and if you're reasonable about it we can have a conversation send me an email you know where it is but if you're going to be an a-hole like right out of the gate <laughs> we can go poop a brick and then eat it all right Moving on. Hey, uh, Bo, good news. Uh, Frostpunk, which is on sale, uh, Frostpunk 2 is now coming. 
And uh, apparently it's very ambitious. They're going for some uh, pretty interesting ideas here. I tried to play Frostpunk 1, and it was just not my thing. Um, on paper it is, because I love city builders, and I love that kind of stuff generally. Um, but I found it to just be... Every choice was someone had to die in that game. And uh, I couldn't do it. It's just too punishing for me. But I'll bet I'll bet people are going to be stoked about this. Um, well, I can't say if I'm happy or not. I haven't played it. I bought it about two minutes before the show started. <laughs> when I usually do my Steam shopping during the show, um, <laughs> I was like, oh, $10? Let me buy that right now. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get to play it soon. I'm still, you know, eyeballs deep in other games, but now that I own it, good chance. Of yeah. Oh, no, I don't own it. We said it was on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, it's on Game Pass. You saved, my, you saved me 10 bucks. I did. Don't forget yeah, that when I'm uh, in jail and you got to come bail me out or something. Remember what All I did right. for you. Yeah, no problem. I'll be like, I don't know, Scott. And you'll be like, remember that time I saved $10 on... <laughs> we'll never forget uh they I'm they like, say right. an interesting thing here they say we have more manpower available for uh focus on all aspects of the game be it from scale production value to the quality of the user to the uh, user interface our ambition is to do more than just a straight up sequel we aim to deliver players an exception or excuse me an experience that goes vastly beyond what the original frog punk did or frog punk frost punk did frog punk Can't re- are you re- announcing re- a new company a steampunk <laughs> offshoot of frog pants yeah, frog you're, punk? You're yeah, nailed frog it. Punk. that's um, cool yeah. it is available everywhere to go uh wish list so steam and epic and gog and all of it so if you want right. it it's coming Look for freezing over stuff. There's a pretty cool trailer. I don't know if it's uh, if you guys have seen it. Um, no, it's pretty. You know, it's it's uh, it's depressing. It's. Uh, I mean, that's the that's the name of the game. <laughs> Sounds like they're they're hitting what they should be. Yeah, they're they're, they're not, not trying to bring you in on this one, Scott. They're trying <laughs> to maintain the people that liked the first one. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what, I could be turned too though if they came to, came to this one and said, "All right, we took everything that was great. We removed some stuff that wasn't. It's still hard, but there's some hope in here. I I might be in, but if it's just." We're going to have to eat grandma or kill three kids. Which way do you want to go? Yeah, I think we can settle this right now. I'm watching the trailer. Okay. And there's a scene of a man frozen to death with his hands bound in front of him. Blood Mm -hmm. and blood painted in blood on his chest is the word liar. Yeah. Yeah. That's doesn't. Yeah. That seems like it's going to be. It's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be adult subject. It's a grim, dark world. Now, here's what people get angry. Here's what's funny. If you said, Scott, this is a movie. I would be, ooh, awesome. Can't wait for this. I watch this. Like as a genre film concept, this is my jam. As a, I have to make these decisions as Lord of the place. I can't, I don't think I can do it. It's the same, same reason scary movies don't scare me. Scary video games do. I don't know. It's a weird thing for me. Can't really explain. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what your level of, I think, ability to disconnect is. If it comes up and it's like, hey, do you want to institute child labor? <laughs> And you're going to, like, actually have struggles with whether or not these video game children are going to suffer um, because you clicked option one. You know, that's going to be a hard choice. You got to do what you got to do to survive, man. Sometimes kids have Make to go to work. Make those kids work. What are they, they going to do? So what I keep what banging into um, in uh, New World or Old World is there's always this, not always, but most of the runs, you'll get to a place where you need to make a decision about slavery. And yeah. it'll say... The the council would like you to make a decision on slavery. And then your choices are usually like, let there continue to be slaves. Or, abolish slavery, it's terrible. Or, let the courts decide. And I always abolish it. 
Now, yeah. I don't know if that means because like anything else feels unconscionable to me. Or it feels like washing right. my hands if I send it down the road. And if I keep it going, that's awful. So I never do it. But for all I know, I'm hosing my late game or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm effing up some other aspect of the game. Your inner min maxer is, is like this the meta like, is it, slavery in the meta. Like, <laughs> where does it land? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I quite. mean, the thing is, is the historical game slavery is a phenomenon uh, not just unique to the United States, but throughout the many years of human history. Right. Um, so when you're fan- playing a fantasy of a ruler in this old world time, then those are options that should be available to you. Yeah, because it's, that. it gives it some authenticity. Um, but you do pay for it in other ways. Like as much as I feel like I in the game have a, I morally benefit from deciding not to do it. The game gives you all sorts of uh, consequences that suck by doing it if you do choose that, and it tells you before with a pop up what's going to happen if you choose it. And it, so you have whatever positive effects there are, which is oh well, this is going to be a lot cheaper. We're going to save a bunch of money, which is why slavery is popular. <laughs> Um, but then it talks about like morale and overall, like, uh, what's the other stuff? Like the people's trust in you and your, your legacy and, you know, like all this other stuff gets affected negatively. So they do a pretty good job of dinking around with a that stuff. line at the bottom. You as a player might not sleep well. Tonight. <laughs> you might not sleep. Just kind of feel yeah. like that. I mean, being royal is kind of awful, right? You know, it's, that's the whole, it's, it's the whole part of, that's the whole part of the game. Is that you are don't have to do any of those terrible things, but you get to decide the course of their life. Yeah, like Lord said. I think the game is more artfully impactful or, or more of an art experience if you get to feel that feeling. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I'm glad it's there. Pleasure. I'd rather feel good about that choice than not have the choice. And I feel good about not doing it. So I pay a little more. It's fine. We got to build or a pair of you judging coward. You. You say, let the courts decide. <laughs> I've never what, done that. Like, that's an option that's in there that is just, you should just hang your head in shame. You've lost the game if you pick the let the courts well, decide. Well, you can that's do that, the, but you still have to choose. That's the thing about it. It's not really a choice, because if I do say let the courts decide, then it goes to a courts screen where I have to enact a law and pay justice points. So I still have to do it either way. They make oh, okay. you choose. Yeah. It's not like in real life. Is it, I just is it pass because it you down. can blame the courts if the people don't like it? Whereas if you come out and say, I'll do it, yes. then you have to take responsibility. It's, cul- okay. it's a culpability I, play. I got it. Yeah. I got yeah. it. Because it's a video yeah, game. So you, so, yeah. you hang yourself if you take all the culpability on yourself. That's how Bobby, Bobby's still in charge of Activision, I'm sure. And any CEO of any company is still. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a culpability game. Yeah. You, you want to make the decisions, but you want to make other people think they made the decisions. And when they right. go wrong, he you was kick like, them out. let JL and Brack decide. <laughs> Maybe, maybe he said, "You know what? I have I a good idea to do this stuff and clean up your true. house." And then it went bad, and he went, "Okay, bye, Jay." <laughs> and that's that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how we'll see how they deal with these issues in Frostpunk too. Uh, how do you like? Do you guys like Grand Theft Auto? Are you fans of the series? I have been. Yeah, I have a respect I've, for Grand Theft Auto. Let's I've played every single one of them. I have too. Um, so John and I are in a similar boat. I think I've finished most of them actually, except let's see, I didn't finish the story of five. Ironically, the most long running one. Um, I didn't finish the story of San Andreas, but I did do both Vice City and three. And then I've played even the early ones, the old top down stuff, which I'm kind of a fan of in their own weird way. Anyway, you're about to get a major remaster, everybody. A GTA remastered trilogy. It's apparently real, and it's coming to Switch and PS5, Xbox, all that other stuff. 
I don't know why they started with switch. It's a weird way to do that. Headline, <laughs> I was but, like, oh, it's a switch deal. Yeah, okay. it's a little bit weird. Um, but here are the, the rumors. The real interesting thing to me is that they're redoing the entire thing in uh, uh, Unreal Engine. So they're not just, That's you know. Awesome. R- yeah, they're not uprising here. They're going like crazy with it. And if all three of those come in the same pack, well, I'll be honest. What I'm most interested in is Vice City. <laughs> so if they give me just that, I'd be fine. But I guess I get all three. For the price of one, um, Man, that I mean, the big thing up. is, are they going to get the soundtracks again? Right, because that's that's huge. That's why I want Vice City. Is I want all that eighty yeah. stuff. But oh my gosh, I know, the so soundtrack good. to Vice City. It's I used so to good. have the box set of it of all the CDs yeah. for Vice hmm. City soundtrack. Yeah, um, that thing that thing is good. It's they got said, a good soundtrack. It says all three games will be remastered in Unreal Engine and will be a mix of, quote, new and old graphics, whatever that means. One source who claims to have a snippet of the game in action or seen it said the visuals remind them of a heavily modified version of classic GTA uh, as a title. So, like, you know, mods to make it look better. Uh, The UI for the game is being updated or retain the same classic styling. No details were shared about gameplay. Kotaku got told that these remastered titles are uh, trying to stay true to the PS2 era games as much as possible. Well, I say don't try that hard. Just <laughs> make them look better than that. Yeah, a know? lot of them controlled really badly, too. So, yeah. I mean, you can feel free to make some some changes here and there. I think... I mean, yeah. Is there an audience, like a Blizzard audience, is going to go nuts if it's... Not oh, exactly, I think there's... Like, you know, because Diablo 2 is like, we didn't change anything, we swear. Uh, I mean, I I'm the, GTA, I don't think your people are that concerned about that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> I, I'm I'm probably not as in as uh, to to make the call, but I wouldn't think so. I mean, to me, the GTA series has evolved. If I was going to play an old version of the game, I would wish that it played more like the modern ones. Yeah, so I, I would yeah. I would be all about making changes. I think the things that you would see people get very pure about is soundtrack, making sure all of that is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that they didn't uh, alter too much because you can see uh, modern sensibilities kicking in and you can see people getting in an uproar about, oh, we changed this line or we changed this billboard or we removed this radio clip, you know, because we thought it was too offensive, which is a weird thing for GTA to do. So I don't know if they're going to do that, but that's the other thing that I could see people getting upset about. These first two games, three and Vice City, which are essentially, Vice City is almost like a, Almost an expansion pack, but it's a standalone game. Um, very similar, though, mechanically and everything else, just set in a different era. Those two games, neither of the protagonists spoke. Uh, they were silent. The third one, he is a talker. Uh, Wait, and a, I thought you spoke in Vice City, because weren't you voiced by Ray Liotta? Oh, shit. You're right. I think only the first, yep. I, I think only GTA three was the silent. You're protagonist. right. I remember Joey pants being in the first one or in, in, in three, we always call it the first one, but the first 3d one, uh, Joey pants and pantaline and however you say his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he was just an aside character. So whenever you showed up anywhere, everyone else talked, but you didn't. So you're totally right. Vice city. Was it Ray Liotta? I think it was Ray Liotta. Hold on, let's look this up. Uh, I think that he, would be a good choice. I mean, it seemed something about that sounds right. Yeah, Ray Liotta was Tommy Versetti. You're totally right. Wow. Hmm. Amazing cast in there, man. Look at all these people. Oh, that for that game, dude, Vice City was freaking great. I think San Andreas is also grossly underrated. Because San Andreas is almost, I mean, it definitely is like the 
it feels like the beta test for what GTA would then go on to become. Yeah. Because it's almost like a role-playing game that plays like an action game and is in a modern setting about crime. There's the stats to increase, the meme, right? there's items mm-hmm. to collect, the, the, oh, shit, here we go again, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, like that, they made that meme and then they decided to make a game about it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the order. <laughs> they went, somebody posted that screenshot, and they're like, we should make a whole game out of this. Yeah, kind of. Um, I thought l- so. Listen to this cast. Ray Liotta, William Fort, uh, Fickner, love him. Tom Sizemore, Dennis Hopper, Burt Reynolds, Luis Guzman, Philip Michael Thomas <laughs> came back and and basically played what he did in, in Miami Vice. Uh, Robert yep. Davey, Danny Trejo, Gary Busey, Lee Majors, Danny Dreyer, oh Kevin God. McKidd. Yeah, this is a huge. Debbie Harry. Was That's in a this. long list, actually. It's more than necessary for an average game. You yeah. Get like four voice actors and you're good. This porn porn actress time. Jenna Jameson was in it. Uh. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. Anyway, we'll see. That's coming. We don't know what it'll look like. We have no idea, but they're making it. So, yeehaw. Uh, Yo-Ho Games. Yo-Yo Games, rather. There's no H. Uh, Now offering a fully free version of Game Maker for learning, along with Epic and Unity. Well, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that seems all right. I was pretty excited about this because I've been flirting with actually buying it because I kind of want to. Dude, that would be cool. Kind of want to make a video game. It's it's one of those things I, I don't get to because you know time day, but like, what would you make? I would like this. I, I I've been like downloading and, and watching tutorials over the past year and a half or so. Like I, you know, I will look and watch things and game maker. You can make probably single person projects, old school two D retro thingamajiggies, even just for fun. Like maybe not a game, but I'm just you know tooling around in there. Yeah. But I always kind of like never pulled the trigger on the 99, so I saw this uh, today, and I was like, oh, shit, I can just get it? Yes. <laughs> you should and do I it. thought it would be good news to share. It's gaming-related. And, um, I mean, a lot of there's a game just recently that was really popular that was made. Oh, uh, in, it's uh, in there. Uh, Loop Hero. Or, uh, was Loop Hero made yeah, a game maker? Yeah, Game Maker. I but, could totally see that. Like, it's a 2D sprite. It's It's... It's not one you hear a lot about, but uh, the Hyper Light Drifter, I know, is one of them. Um, there was the Super Metroid remake, the A2MR, that was made in Game Maker as well. Um, there's actually a lot more than you'd think, but people don't just go like Game Maker at the beginning. Like, you see Unreal Engine and Unity all the damn time, but yeah, um, it just seems like easy enough where I don't have to learn. I feel just like Unity or even Godot would be too complex for me to like. I don't have the time for it, but I already know enough about game dev back in my in from the 2000s and yeah. early late 90s when i was doing that that like i can easily pick this up i think so anyways i'm excited you it's should do it tell me point. what game you'd want to make first you're gonna make a, a i have no idea i still game? i still have a learning curve to go but yeah like just <laughs> so something like the ideas will come later i need to know how first i'm the <laughs> other way around i'm just nothing but ideas and then uh, no ability well yeah. the problem with ideas i've learned is like you have these ideas but you got to execute on them and your stump your eyes can be definitely way bigger than your stomach or capacity to, to do them so that's why I'm, I'm not trying to like I have tons of ideas, but I'm like, oh, but then I'm committing to doing like a really large scale thing and then it doesn't get done and then you get discouraged and you don't do it. Yeah. So right now I'm just like just thinking very abstractly about that. But I, I am it is something I want to like start spending some time on, I think, soon. All right. Disco Elysium really inspired me. I almost kind of want to do like a really literary kind of piece. Ooh, I would love knows? to see what you do. I think that'd be great. Who knows? it's it's but yeah anyway and i'm like no artist like that's the biggest hurdle is a uh, video game is very visual medium and yeah. i'm just like i, I 
Stick that's finger. the heart. That's the part that's most intimidating to me. Is I just like I have none of that. Look, no. I've seen Planet Nash as drawn by you, and I think there's some. <laughs> well, I mean, I can take other people's assets and paste them into a penis shape and call it a map. But like, <laughs> but you know, like it's. Scott's yeah, going, I'm it right ready. Yeah. Oh no, I drew it too. Quick. I forgot about that. You yeah, had that super fast. Yeah. That's a whole world. I mean, there's a tower in Ash, and there's two. It's two um uh, like asteroids or meteorites that smashed into each other to form one mass that look uh-huh. like balls. At the, where the <laughs> and the tower is where the two asteroids are met. Yeah. It floats around in space like that. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that you reminded us that it looks like balls. Thank you for that. I appreciate. Yeah, that. it's for the podcast listeners. They may not understand why oh, the tower is so funny. Without yeah. <laughs> understanding that the tower is connected between two meteorites in the shape of balls and penis, but but it's yeah. incidental. It's totally incidental. That's why it's believable in the fiction because it you know it just happened. I right. think, anyways. You guys tell me. I yeah. just, <laughs> well, I, the reason I have it ready, um, you want? I got to tell you the name of this file. This is funny, but I have this at the ready in case Bo's not here for any reason. I have one for John if he's not here either. It's just basically a oh, placeholder yeah. for your video hole, and. Uh, <laughs> The name, video. the name, the name of the name of this one for uh, for you, Bo, is called Bo with Wiener. That's the name of it. <laughs> Bo with Wiener. Yeah. Uh, John is called John with Can on Head. And oh, nice! Oh, right, right there, yeah. Yeah. Can. yeah. Get the placeholder. Yep. Oh, there it is. I like that. It's still my body behind it. <laughs> yeah, it's so there still can you. actually be like motion to yeah. it. Yeah, you like should head move right now, bigger. John. I'm going to try something. Okay. Hold on, let me move your head back and forth or whatever. Do you like? See, look, it's like a. <laughs> it's like start a, talking, and the, the more aggressively it talks, the harder you shake it. I'm John. I play Final Fantasy 14, and I want everybody else to play the game that I play. Oh, it's not. <laughs> the dragons suck. All right. Uh, uh, well done. Yeah, so it's exciting. Dragon uh, beef. Yeah, you should make a game called Dragon Beef, and uh, and make we, it make that game. We could do that. We can make a mobile game because apparently that's where all the money is. So it'll just be two dragons throwing stakes at each other. <laughs> you got to the peasants, then you got to throw the peasant meat at the other dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's like a little StarCraft action. You got to collect the peasants, then put them on the barbecue, and then shoot them at the other dragon. There you got yeah. it. Right, we have a game. This is a game. Yeah, it's we got a game. Dragon Beef. Yeah, Dragon Beef. Dragonbeef.com. All right, moving on. I wonder if that's available. Hold on. <laughs> Beef. That's like somebody draw me I some need... dragons. I need some dragon bitmaps, some people bitmaps, and some steak bitmaps. <sighs> Someone's and, uh, squatting it. It's dragonbeef.com is on sale for six thousand two hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh no my deal. gosh! Yeah, we think think we're made of money. Yeah, what the heck, man? Somebody had lofty goals. They think we make way more on this show than we do. <laughs> Yeah, why would anyone else buy that? Like the only way I could think of it is someone like was running a Ren fair and wanted to brand like you know some sort of dragon meat yeah. as a novelty item. Sure. Well, there is some there is a beef preparation called dragon beef, but no one's owning it or doing anything with it. What I would like to do is just get dragon dot beef, but there's no dot beef domains right now. Why not? I agree. As honestly, everybody <laughs> wants a, a beef domain. domain. Yeah. I mean, now that you mention it, it's a great. Um, it's a great podcast name. Like it's like core. Like you could just call it Dragon Beef. Like, yeah, yeah. That would be. What is Dragon Beef? That's a click, right? Like, and they, you know, they see how popular yeah. it is. Dragon dot beef, John dot beef, Bo dot beef. I want. Yeah, dot anytime beef. you have a beef with something, you get a dot beef. Yeah, I'm telling you, dot beefs would sell out so quick. There's a bunch of other dumb ones. Why not beef? Yeah, let's, let's get it going. Let's get it going. 
Where is the beef? Where is the beef? Um, Let's move on to... Oh, uh, speaking of mobile games, industry reports say that mobile gamers are spending $1.7 billion, not per year, not per month, every week. $1.7 billion a week. Per week. Does this prove that phones emit a radiation that makes you dumber? (laughs) I mean, no, but you're not far off. It proves that humans are uh, susceptible to uh, addiction mechanic, behavioral science engineered addiction mechanics. Guess what I started to play? Look at this. Oh, you're a Witcher. I uh, I picked up that Witcher. <laughs> that is to say, I downloaded it from the App Store. The Witcher Monster Slayer game, which is basically Pokemon Go but for Witcher monsters. Uh-huh. And um, I didn't know it's made by the 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 people um the cd project well, we said Red it was people. zap zoo or something like that, that yeah they're they're a subsidiary oh, look, you got monsters around yeah i have you monsters got, like that, a bony guy and you got like a, a bee person yeah and if i fought the bony the guy with the skull over his head i'd die he's too strong for me right now so, but wait a minute what's the what's the point is the point to just become strong because like i get pokemon go you're collecting pokemon that's a that's a tangible thing i'm into yeah but if you just kill a monster, what what have you gained? You also so you you're doing the same thing. You want to you want to catch them all, right? It you, Wait, it behooves you, catch you to catch the monsters, or do you kill them? Kill monsters? them for the first. So when you kill them the first time, you get a new trophy, and it says, "Oh, you've okay. first the first time you've killed a drowner or whatever." And they yeah. put their head on a plaque, and now you've got that. When you do that, you get to unlock resources every time you do it, um, and then by adding more and more drowners, you get enough to get higher amounts of points or whatever like you unlock stuff you can claim it's mobile yeah it's all it's all <laughs> you know it's in, yeah, not, i mean it's fine that you're playing it it's just yeah the design we played this this design is in every game right oh 100 percent. there's nothing about this yeah. that isn't a, this is a this is a skin for why people play pokemon go it's a skin yeah um yeah. even though i know it's not really a skin but there's like you know witcher vision and um, I had to go find a dead horse head out by the lake, literally by this lake that I live by. And it's also a lake in the game because uh, it's all Google Maps stuff. And uh, there was a dead horse and a head, the head, a severed head of a horse laying there. And I had to like click on parts of it to get like Witcher sense for what happened here. And, oh, the neck is all serrated. What, what caused that? And it ended up being a griffin and I had to fight it and almost almost lost. And anyway, that was a whole quest. And then I talked to this guy who was like, Oh, Witcher, you've saved me from the favorite day. And then he sent me down another quest. And if I want to go do this next part, let's see. I got to go to the island of that lake over there to get it. And that's a that's a 20-minute walk. So, oh, Are you sure you want to be not, showing the map of your neighborhood on the Oh, the I don't care. You could, it's okay, not, cool. not a big deal. I don't think this, right. this doesn't tell you enough. It's just like okay. mush. Yeah, no, it's fine. I just, it just, you know. Yeah. Just occurred no, no, fair, fair I enough. Thought it, I thought it'd be a good friend. But it's funny <laughs> like, because uh, <laughs> the the way they treat like the lots of the house, they just look like grass tufts, and uh, I don't know. They they made it. It's pretty cool the way they've done the the terrain in here. I mean, it looks awesome for what you're showing me. Like I, I definitely. I mean, I mean that's the thing. If they're making 1.7 billion a week, the games better be good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, to, to they have to be good enough to to, to drive interest and have to earn at 1.7 billion a week, like. Yeah, like I think that's the thing that probably drives me uh, John crazy. If I can speak on behalf of John a little bit, it's yeah, like go for you it. make that much money and the games are this sh- shit. You know, in many cases, like, I mean, there's good examples. There's others that are bad. Like I don't know. Like it does. It does go to show you though that like it does. It's even though let's say like you don't play a mobile game at all, 
I think it does influence our experience in gaming, at least from the AAA companies, because you know they're thinking about what makes them money. Like through all this Activision Blizzard stuff, Zynga is doing very well. Still, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. So wait, is Zynga even around anymore? I thought they were gone. No, no. I think it's something uh, else. I saw an article about it. I didn't post it, but uh, Zynga is going well. Wait, it's, it's King. Sorry, I meant to say King. Oh, King. King's a okay. gambling arm, but I, don't they do? Mo- doesn't Activision have a, a mobile arm? Isn't it Zynga? Um. They have King. Uh, King, yeah, that is King. So yeah. King is their mobile. King, uh, King is yeah, uh, Activision. Yeah. yeah, they're the one. They're the one name you don't hear come up in this uh, lawsuit outside of just saying, "Oh, they also own King." Nobody's. Yeah, because they just bring them tons of money. They, yeah. King's purpose on Activision is to be number one with a bullet on the earnings call. Yeah. Where they go, we made this many, this insane amount of money from King. We made this uh, slightly lesser amount of money from Activision, and we made this slightly lesser amount of money from Blizzard. Yeah. And they do what it a without year. a bunch of people on the internet badmouthing or giving their opinion, like like Activision. And Blizzard games come saddled with the streamer culture and all the brouhaha that comes with it, but nobody's making vlogs about King. Like, well, no, because nobody cares. <laughs> they're garbage yes. mobile. But they games. make the most like, money. Yeah, you know what I mean? They make it's the like, most money. Do you think anybody's that's playing? That's it, what sucks. If about I it. if I got on Twitch right now, would I find somebody playing? Uh, what's what's the big King game? Um, Candy Crush. Would I find that? Candy Crush. I don't oh, know if people Twitch Candy. Crush. That's a good question, though. All that's right, Candy Crush Tales. Yep, here's Is the uh, number one stream called Crushing It cuz I'm I'm trying to predict what they're calling it. Well, I found a dude Let's see. Recent broadcast. I don't see anyone playing Candy Crush Tales on my list. I found one that's uh, Oh. Is it Candy Crush with a K or Candy was it? Let's see. Let's try a different one. Candy Crush Soda Saga maybe. Oh, yeah, there's a whole category. No Candy results. Okay, song. so nobody's streaming this shit. Oh, there's some past videos. <laughs> there's there's a streamer who's done past videos of Candy Crush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Wombo Combo Candy Crush Soda two hours ago. Seven views, one Whoa. minute and 38 seconds. Um, and we got... Uh, it's mainly, I think, Portuguese and Spanish streamers, it looks like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, yeah. there are 850... Sorry, 815 people watching Lawnmower Simulator right now. <laughs> There's more people watching Lawnmower Simulator than watching Candy Crush, and King is roll is literally like rolling in money, like you know, just yeah. It's it it's it, it sort of makes you see like if you're a big company, you're just concerned about profits and the gaming industry. You'd be like, why am I taking on all this risk and taking on all this headache when I can just make mobile games and people don't say shit and we put them out there and they pay us tons of money. Yeah. We just got to make them. We got to make them bright and colorful and as addictive as possible and convenient. Just turn on the phone and play it. Yeah. Um, I think it really has an impact overall in the gaming landscape, and I think it's a we'll survive. There'll be lots of passionate indie developers, but I can't look at that and say that's a positive force if you are a gaming enthusiast. It this sounds like an exploitative relationship. Uh, it's completely, and I, I don't think it deserves respect, even if they're making one point eight seven billion a week. I, I feel very comfortable saying that sucks yeah. and we're being it's an exploitation yeah. and they're gonna they're ruining the the integrity of gaming yeah there, there you go <laughs> i like it uh by the way i noticed one of these lawnmower simulator per- persons where his title is still give me them d- give me them grass clippings <laughs> um, he's uh, like a different game yeah he's, he's playing he's playing, he's playing uh, league, league of legends so Dota. yeah Dota. so he yeah. forgot to change his uh categories what's going on there <laughs> give me them grass clippings <laughs> like yeah i played a little more of that we'll talk about that later but 
I have one Sweet. problem with that game they need to fix before I give it some more time. But oh, there's one guy trying to make affiliate doing it. His title was "Cutting My Path to Affiliate One Blade of Grass at a Time." That's amazing. <laughs> That'll get you know, in there. I'm I sure. appreciate the commitment. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun game. It turns out. All right, before we get to the games we played, Crush, apparently. yeah, Candy Crush. Uh, John is going to now regale us with a uh, with a Dear Martha review from Steam. Yeah, that's I right. Actually, have three this. Oh week. my gosh, three short one. How about the are they all the same? Uh, the Ken Burns business or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then here are three of them, and he'll explain them as we go. So enjoy. My dearest Martha, I submit to you now my review of Coloring Game Four. Martha, 10 out of 10. Listened to Taylor Swift's Reputation album and colored in a slightly ugly cat. Yours in this life and the next. Zonal. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm looking at this game. Zonal? Yeah, it's really called Coloring Game 4. Wow. All right. I'm looking at these now as you do them because that's weird. All right. So there's number one. All right. Number two. Incoming. Here we go. My dearest Martha. I submit to you now my review of Sun Haven. Martha, prose. There's a dragon. Cons. You can't romance the dragon. Yours in this life and the next, Blue Narcissus. Uh, this is on my wish list. Why is this on my wish list? Oh, because it looks like farming and shit. That's why. All right. I like farming games. All right. Number three. My dearest Martha, I submit to you now my review for the game Boyfriend Dungeon. Martha, I don't understand why anyone would use a club instead of a sword. It's pointless. Oh my gosh, dude. They really made that joke. Oh. Yours in this life and the next, Iagi. <laughs> That's horrible. Wow. Uh, by the way, that game's getting good reviews as an actual, like, good game, and it's on Game Pass. I may try it out during the week. Um, yeah? Yeah. It's not... It isn't apparently what everyone thinks it is. You're not really dating a sword, or the game isn't mostly a dating simulator. It's mostly like a dungeon crawler. But your swords are are handsome dudes. <laughs> but they're also swords. It's hard to yeah. explain. Dude, hey, Scott, it's okay if you want to play it, man. I am going to play it. I'm totally going to play it. I want to see what's up because everyone's raving. They're all like, oh, this is so much better than I thought it would be in all this. And I kind of want to try it. So, uh, yeah, it looks like an ARPG style game. Yeah. Yeah. I played that Dream Daddy game. That game was good. Yeah. Yeah, you did like that. But that was more of a straight up, you know, dating sim. That was that, you know, that was a dad dating simulator. Yeah. This thing's more. But you like, can't romance the boyfriends in this. Um, oh. I don't know. I think just using them as your sword equals romancing them. I mean, you've yeah. seen the art on these guys, right? It, oh yeah. This is like you know, I, I don't know. It looks like there's romance. I would feel falsely advertised. I feel like I would buy this because I wanted to see you know the smoldering charms of the sword guy. I can't remember what he turns into. Uh, and if all I got was just one, look at, look at that. Look at it. His hair's flying all over the place. He's got a rose between his, like, it could just be aesthetic. It could totally be like a thing. Like it's probably what you're saying, Yeah. but it kind of seems like with a title, like boyfriend dungeon, it's a shade away from boyfriend simulator. Right. I don't yeah. know. He says the, the, the bunch of the reviews say, just be warned. You're not going to get your 
your traditional dating sim out of this, but that's okay because it's great at other stuff. Well, Steam has plenty. I guess that's the good news. Is if you're looking for that, I saw a, a, there's a there's a Diablo like behind the back um, BDSM succubus game where you play as four scantily clad like BDSM succubi, yeah, and next to nothing, swimming we- swinging weapons at people, and then you pose them. I guess later on, and who knows what else. I didn't buy it, but I was like, and it's called like. We are succubuses or something like it's got a really bad title and I'm just like, oh my god. Like Oh, I think I saw that game. Yeah, I did. Did you? I, I think it's just called succubus actually. Bu- I almost bought my first uh no. what could be lightly called a porn game on Steam. I what got was very it? close. What was it? Oh, which one? Uh what was it called? Hold on. It's not that Neko right Para stuff that they're always trying to It wasn't, cram it wasn't it. Succubus it wasn't Cafe. It keeps getting it? recommended and it actually oh has good That's reviews. And here's the thing. Uh the reason I wanted to get it was because the gameplay is like very Nintendo DS. It's like draw a thing to solve a puzzle. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could go for a game like that. I got really excited about that idea and uh, seriously considered getting it. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't okay, know. so they just have actual porn now on the on Oh, Steam. yeah. They just go, oh yeah I'm, you could I'm you seeing can... something I don't want to see. Don't go to Succubus Cafe unless you want to see actual porn. Like. Well, no, straight up actual full porn, on not... actual. Yeah, it's... here's the one you don't. In the trailer, yeah, I don't remember. What and they show called. you stuff like, in the trailers. Happened? There's the one. The one they keep trying to get me to get is something called Gamer Girl 18 Plus Esports Sex. Uh, well, it says 18 Plus, so you know it's <laughs> yeah. sex. esports sex. Yeah, and that video, that video, I'll probably get you on a list. I, I don't like it. Steam, what are you doing? Oh, and it, by the way, it's like a Tetris kind of game. Oh, <laughs> and the whole point of it is to get your the Tetris pieces get your lady naked or something. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> if people would not buy these things, they would not make them. Like these are not good games. I just want to play. Like these things don't have to be in the same store. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> they're always like anime. They're, What's with all the anime? What's going on with that? Why can't it be not anime? Can someone explain that to me? Why all horny things are anime? Why can't we? Yeah, I want some. I want some Hanna Barbera porn. I, <laughs> <laughs> Where's that art style on Steam? All right, now wait. You might be making a good point, though. Yeah, like, I what? think I think Bo jokingly just described the where it comes. I from. I think you did. I think you just solved the question. Why there isn't? Why the why the pr- preference well, is anime style and not Hanna Barbera? Because. Why would it what be? You, like, what you got against Santa Barbara? <laughs> all kinds of things. Like I can't even imagine. It makes me feel weird to even say, "Oh yeah, let's." I want. Could could you make a porn? Let me go to a company and go. I'd like you to make a porn com- uh, game, but could you do it in the styling of mid seventies, early eighties, Hanna Barbera, please? Like that's a terrible idea. You want to play Shaggy and uh, oh. uh, dating dating women? <laughs> Oh, that's a bad uh, idea. Uh, or Dick Dastardly. I mean, that's a game that writes itself. Dune Buggy yeah, and... Uh, well, Dick Dastardly and the dating Dates of Doom. <laughs> Je- the Jetsons Rule 34, don't Google, Omega 9X says. I will not. Well, sure, yeah. Porn exists of everything. The point is, is you don't go and see a million... Uh, porn games on Steam in the art style of Hanna-Barbera. I'm not saying nobody, you know, watched Yogi Bear and didn't get a funny feeling. I'm saying that, like, by and large, it's the anime art style that gets co-opted into porn games. 
Uh, Ziggurat says, didn't Jesse Cox make some non-anime dating games? He didn't make them. He was he was a voice he in contributed. One. He was and, in them. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's in, um, in the, the one game. I played. Uh, what was the one I played? Love Esquire. Yeah, he's yeah. in that. He's I think he's literally a voice actor in the game and he's a bartender. Yeah, like it's him. He's for not sure. making games. He's in games. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, there you go. I don't know how we got there. How did we get there? I don't even know. Oh, because of John's reviews. They always take us there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it always it's, it's it always is, takes us to a dark place. Um I want to I want to get a quick reminder out to everybody that do not forget this. This is true and it's it's been true for a while. There is a trinity of video game shows on the Frog Pants network. There's this, Core. There's uh perfect companions to Core like Boop where it's all indies all the time with me and Brian Dunaway. The instance, big discussion topics you want out of the gaming world with me and Garrett and maybe somebody else soon. Uh tomorrow in fact we're doing a big ESO deep dive. John, you can ignore this part. Um, and, uh, on there will be, uh, Joss, Joss is joining us. She's going to uh, be uh, hanging out with us. So I'm very excited about that. So oh, cool. anyway, check those out. If you haven't, they're at the frog pants network, frogpants.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Let's get to the games we played. I cracked open deep rock galactic again, cause it's been a while and I was just kind of in the mood and, um, they've done stuff in there, man. Like things i didn't know about all right so remember when we were playing dwarf game and mm-hmm. uh the when you would do the one where you had to go put together the the two rovers that were lost and their yeah. their pieces were scattered around excuse me now instead of doing what we used to do which was just oh there they are i see the blinking okay to go be the pieces put them together okay they'll walk back to the ship now we go there and we have to we have to guard the two battery things or whatever, and then you can leave. You remember all that? Yeah. It's different now. You go in there, and you go out. Um, oh, you find first of all, you find the the signal of the actual device. Uh, you know, the the rover without its legs or whatever. Yeah. And then you hit it, and it does a scan, and then adds to your map data where the arm stuff is. So, oh, that's nice. That's yeah, so you can scan for it. And it's not like you couldn't go find it anyway. They still blip and make noise and all of that. But but they just gave you this little extra way of like making sure you're covering your bases. But then things get weird. You find all the pieces. You fix the two rover dudes. Not, not rovers. What are they called? Uh, the, the, the I can't problem. remember. Mules, mules. 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 That's it. Yeah. Send those back to the ship. They do that. And... Now you the the big green thing sitting out there that you have to go start hammering on, um, and then do a giant wave. It's different now. You you hammer on it and it turns into this big fuel generator thing, and then you've got to take. This is all while shit's happening. So you know one of you's got to like defend stuff while the other one's taking care of this or whatever. And you can do it solo as well. Like I was doing it solo, but um, there's now big giant fuel pipes coming off of this thing. And you have to grab them and a little bit like, um, oh, I don't even know the game to compare it to. For some reason, it reminded me of No Man's Sky. I don't know why. But you would pull the, you'd pull these, these, this piping and you'd, and you'd have to take it to a place and it would kind of stop. You have to make a new stand for it and then keep pulling it. It's not complicated, but it, it's almost like you're pulling some out, putting a little stand under it, pulling some out, putting a stand on it. And then you have to, you have to wire those around and get them into the fuel ports onto the ship. And there's two of them. And then it will take however long it takes to fuel the ship from these drop pod things through those pipings. And then, you know, you're defending the whole time against spiders and attacks and whatever to get out of there. And that completely replaced what was there before. 
which was just guard the battery packs or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. it was really cool. So it was just a weird little change. Um, I think other stuff, like other other main modes also got some changes. Um, The egg one's the same, where you just see a glowy red, you know, rat's nest, and you say, go get it, and your little dude gets it, or we all get it, or whatever. So those are still kind of the same. And super easy to solo. They're still probably the easiest solo thing, but... And uh, I did the mode where you have to run around with like a tractor driller thing. It's like a great big vehicle with like tracks on it, like a tank. And it's it's just barreling through the content. Like just. Oh, that's awesome. It's like your character you like, John. It's just always drilling through shit. <laughs> and um, you're supposed to follow it. It's almost like in, um, you know, follow the payload sort of. Except it can take damage and, and the creatures favor the machine over you. So you want to keep them off that thing. Cause okay. they're going to hurt it. Uh, they'll still attack you, but it's mostly, they're mostly about killing that tank and you have so much fuel. So it gets you a certain distance. And then when you run out of fuel, Oh, we're out of fuel. Gentlemen, please go get the damn fuel or whatever. Some voice says same voice that always talks to you. So you have to hop off of that thing, pull out the fuel canister it's now like out in front of you, like a great big canister, and it's got like a meter on it. You take that thing around, and you find old oil shell sh- shale. Uh, it's like ancient rock that formed from old oil, and you got to aim at it and go, and then it lasers the oil shale out and into your canister. Take the canister back to the tank, shunk, and you have to do two of these. Um, and all hell breaks loose, of course, while you're trying to do this, and that's really hard to solo. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> but but as a group as a group thing it's great. Um, anyway, then you fill it up and he's like, "All right, we're ready to go." And then when the when the things hurt, you can hammer on it and repair it, and it shows damage and steam coming off of it when it's not working. As he hammer together and cleans it up, keep driving that thing. And I think it's two or three phases of that. Really cool, like a really cool uh, new mode. Um, it was that, and you know, just some of the regular modes that I played. But man, that game's great, dude! Freaking that game rocks. We should be playing more of that game. And uh, I don't know why we ever stopped. It's amazing. No, I don't I know agree. why either. I'm up for a revisit. Oh, so I, I think time, time and life. But yes, it's uh, I I love dwarf game. Yeah. That game was I was having as much fun in that game when we stopped playing as I was when we started playing. That game was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. And we all just played a class. We never even tried other classes. No, like I, I kind of did solo and was okay. like, oh, no, I picked the right class. Yeah. I oh, like okay. I like the I like the engineer solo and I like the big gunner when I'm with you guys. That's my kind of combo there. So I do a little bit of both, and I don't mind. I like solo in that game just because I like the, I like the I like being alone on a giant rock looking for shit. There's something about that loop that I like. Don't have it on too hard a difficulty. You can kind of make it work. But grouping with strangers is easy. Grouping with friends is even better. It's just a great freaking game. And load times are better for some reason. Maybe it's just my hard drive, but it's just it's great. That well, they may have optimized things. It's been out for a while now. And yeah. I think there's content we still didn't even do. They had like raid level stuff that we never got to. Yeah, we never got like, to that. Not raid, game. but like big missions, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think I just unlocked them and it was, no, you have to do a, a group with this. And um, yeah, that was right around the time we stopped. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's we play should again. talk. We should play some more. It's really fun. And I just forgot how, I don't know, it's just so polished and what a great little, what a cool team. I want to see whatever they keep doing. Like I'll follow those guys wherever they go. Is there more beer? Does anyone know if they added new beer? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. 
Mo's got his priorities in this game. He's like, I gotta get my bartender license back up. Well, my favorite thing is we drink beer and get drunk, and all the different effects that happens when you like you shit fire sometimes, (laughs) based on what you buy, and then you just listen to music and be stupid before. It's like real life. Yeah, it's what we do in real life every time. I mean, you know, it's a really good game. I miss it. It really is good. Anyway, played a ton of that. I also played a bunch of ESO. Uh, Not a whole lot to say, um, but I am in the end game for the first real time. Uh, they have a Paragon system I did not know about. That oh. game does a bad job of advertising this because uh, I had no idea until I got there. And I don't ever see it written anywhere, and I guess I haven't dug that deep, honestly. But it's like it's like Paragon. You get crazy bunch of points that you can now go put into different passives and actives and oh. build it out like a Diablo 3 character in Paragon mode. And I didn't know that was there. So you hit 50, you just keep going. And the leveling never ends. Kinda, yeah. yeah. But you know, if you've ever, oh, I also did some, uh, did my some of my first raid and dungeon things in there. I thought that was really fun. Um, what else? I saw a really cool dragon. Thought of John for a minute when I was in there. Anyway, it was <laughs> yeah. a good time. It was cool. I, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep at that because now that I've dinged fifty, it's just like, oh, there's new stuff. And I always like that in a game. Uh, lawnmower simulator. Played a bunch of that. Here's what they need to do to fix it. Um, it's, it's fun. It's great. It's In fact, there's very little to change, except it needs a variable throttle mode or something, like tap up a couple of times on the D-pad or down to lower it or something. Because right now, especially on keyboard controls, it's 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 a one-zero kind of on-off binary choice. Oh, when you geez. It's either full throttle or no throttle. On a key, on a controller, you do have analog throttle with this with the triggers, but there's not like a ton of difference between an open trigger and a closed trigger. So getting the yeah. exact right thing is I'm giving myself freaking arthritis in that finger. I swear. I feel like that would be something that would be very important to this game. I agree. Because now, I I think if your game's premise is you're going to be sitting and driving around on a lawnmower, I think riding around on the lawnmower should feel good. I agree. And here's the thing: when if if I could just full blast hold the gas down and go fine. That's fine. Slow. And I need to do certain corners, whatever. That's fine. And most of the early game is that. So you don't really have to worry about the nuance of full blast or off. Cause those are the two yeah. settings. Um, the problem is it started giving me missions that were like, all right, well it's raining today. And this guy wants lower. He wants the, it's like at 12 centimeters right now. He'd like it down to like five. So in real life, imagine that you're in wet grass as it is. This has to be done that day in the rain. And you've got longer than usual grass, which means if you just barrel through full blast, you're going to clog it up. You're going to get stalled. You're going to ruin your engine. It's not good for a mower of any kind. Um, and so I hit one of those stages and went, well, shit, I got to find the exact, and that keeps changing. And so finding the perfect throttle is really hard. And I was hurting my engine and I kept throttling, you know, too high, too low, too high. And it just was weird. And it occurred to me, and, and they, there's a bunch of complaints about this in their, their forum. So my guess is they end up fixing this, but they just need to have something that lets you go tick, 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 and just kind of set it. You know, think of like, uh, well, Bo, like um, Elite Dangerous, mm-hmm. where you know, there's levels of thrust, right? And you can yeah. scroll to the one you want and then you're there and yeah. pull back if you want, like a throttle, like that. Like, let me do that. 
And then I can find the perfect setting for when it's raining, when it's high grass, when it's whatever. And I don't feel like I'm fighting that damn controller. Up to this point, no issues at all because I could kind of floor it. Now it's getting nuanced and they don't have a nuanced control option. So they got to they gotta do that. All right. Well, I, hope they, them, I hope they do that. That I've sounds like good feedback for it's in, still like a beta, right? Yeah, it's no, it's out. It's a full, it's a game. So, oh. but they can still they should patch that. They should fix game. that. I agree, uh, especially for keyboard players who wouldn't be hard. Just tap a key a few times and you're there. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Banners of Ruin. I'll talk more about this on the Boop Show, but I wanted to mention it because it's another card battler and uh, it has really cool art with bears, mice, and weasels, and um, it's like serious art. Uh, it's like a Secret of Nim sort of style. Yeah. Oh, I saw this. I was I, I looked at this for uh, a Dear Martha review. Yeah, it's cool. It didn't get picked, but it's it a, looked great. It's a cool game. Banners of Ruin. It's very much another one of these, right? Like we're, we're starting to get a million of these now. But it's you know Slay the Spire at its core. I think the art is really cool, and it's got some interesting ideas. A little bit challenging. Position matters, and there's a bunch of stuff going on. Again, I won't get into that much detail, but if you're looking for a you know distraction, the that's, art is great though. Yeah, the art's really neat. Uh, it's 15 bucks is all too, so kind of a no brainer. I may get this. I was a little bit disappointed with Rogue Book, honestly. Yeah, I didn't like Rogue Book um, like I thought I, I hoped that I was gonna. I like the, the the art. I mean, the art looks great. It's definitely an improvement art wise, but I don't like the half your cards only work because of one character. I, I felt like I had half a hand the whole time. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's weird. I want to be able to play all my cards. You know. I agree. Um. Anyway, it's neat. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll be playing more of that for sure because it's it's kind of got a hold on me. And oh, the other thing I liked about it, it's got a loot system. I like when these games lean into loot and RPG mechanics and less just the card battling. This one definitely mm. does that. It it says, hey, what if this some bunch of weasels you just killed they they dropped a bunch of shit and you want to swap out your sword because that one's better like it's just got good. oh yeah i see okay yeah you're putting oh that's nice yeah, yeah. i like that i know exactly what you mean yeah so then you've got more Actually, you got better base power um to fight with because now your sword's better or your you know defenses it's funny like of all the games that we've have talked about card battler wise none of them do this eh? like you get items and right like, you get graft items and in, in Grifflands, but right no itemization. I actually kind of really appreciate that. About yeah, this game. that's that was my big takeaway from this was that oh, that's in here. Because if if I had anything negative to say, I think that despite the beautiful art style, there's not a ton of animation to it. Um, I really wish those characters would really move, but they kind of just sort of stab they Final Fantasy. It they just go tick tick tick. Kind of <laughs> Final Fantasy one. Yeah, a little, yeah. but it's less. I mean, it's a little better than that, but it's it's not like they're. They're not like beautifully animated the way Grifflands is, for example. Um, you know, Grifflands goes for a cartoon style, but their animation is amazing. This one's more like amazing art style, like incredible, like painterly style, but they're really not moving all that much. And it's okay. Um, I also like how when, you, when you're when you traveling in the game, it travels with cards. So three cards come up and this guy might be a guy to talk to about new uh, stuff. This one might be a guy who's going to give you, a, a, you know, an enchantment before you leave. Or this right here is some sneaky hole in the side of a building. Ooh, let's go in there. And then you go inside there, three new cards come up. This card says wall. This car says wall. And in the middle, it's a tunnel. So you click tunnel. takes you further in. The walls mm. you can't play until they turn into something. They're just walls. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's cool how they do it. I really like it. I think they got some stuff going on that's that's unique and feels good. It just feels like a, I don't know, 
feels more like my jam. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, and then finally, Ultimate Adam Caverns of Chaos. Do you guys ever hear of Adam, the old uh, ASCII-based early 90s uh, yeah. rogue game? It's, a ro- it's rogue, basically. Right? Yeah, basically it's rogue. It was very it's popular. Like it's rogue. Yeah, it was <laughs> very popular at the time. Permadeath. No, you know, you, you just play the best you can kind of game. S- mm. Throws all kinds of shit at you. I shared a, a screenshot in our in our Slack earlier of a beehive I ran into, and it just murdered me. I was having the best run too. I was so pissed. Um, my understanding of how beehives work, and it's why <laughs> I avoid bees. They were all elite bees. Like, yeah, uh, twenty or thirty elite bees are suddenly surrounding me, and I'm not. There's no way I was going to survive that. I don't. I don't. Oh, I let a wasp land on my arm the other day, long enough to take a photo of it. No, no. I no. saw that. That was brave. But uh, mm-hmm. according to your tweet, you were terrified. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I eventually <laughs> knocked him off, but he was down there for a good two minutes. You didn't eat him, like. No, but he was crawling in my hair. I could see him like trying to have a hard time get around, like my arm hair. Like it was like. Yeah. He wasn't on my skin. He was just standing on my arm hair, and it looked. It was, he was like slipping and sliding all over the place. Like, man, this surface is really rough. <laughs> uh. Well, watch out for bees because they'll get you in this video game. Anyway, it's really cool. One thing I wanted to say about it is it's got a uh, kind of like Diablo Two is going to do. It has a key. It's literally the G key, just like Diablo Two Resurrected. Um, when you hit it it turns into an ASCII game. So the game is so much based on that original rogue stuff that it is literally one of those underneath it all. And like it, it's a, it's a graphical overhaul of the, the base game remains the yeah. same. It's like, yeah. 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 And it's a really cool, fun overhead style, all the camera stuff you want to do for that. And, you know, getting loot, killing rats, finding orcs, killing them, getting a big treasure chest full of shit. You didn't see before. Always randomized, always new, always different. What, what platform is it on? PC. That's where I'm playing it. Oh, no, I mean, like, do you buy it on Steam? Steam. Or what, what? Yeah, Steam. I want to say it's cheap. I think it's cheap on Steam. So it's Ultimate Adam. Ultimate Adam, Adam of, or whatever. Caverns yeah. of Chaos will get you there. Okay, yeah. It's, I'm gonna, it's cool, dude. The, oh, it's early access. Yeah, oh, yeah, I should have mentioned that, yeah. They're getting close, though. Okay. You might want to just wishlist it, but it's it's soon. Yeah, I'm going to wishlist it here. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's definitely like that. They even have, like, an auto auto explore key saying hit the C and your dude will just run until he sees something that matters, either in a, a confrontation with a, with a mob or he might find something of significance, like a rune on the floor or something like that. And so there's navigation wise, there's ways to sort of hurry things up. It's, it's just got, I don't know. It's got some nice quality of life stuff going on. And I just oh, always like those games. Game, right. Yeah. The guy, the original game he made in like 94, it's one, it's one guy. I don't know about now. He may have a team, but, his old 94 game was really popular for in that world. And uh, people are playing them on lands mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, anyway, it's really, really good. Okay, so this is a two, 2015 release, uh, Adam, Ancient Domains of Mystery. Oh, that's his so first Caverns follow-up. Caverns of Chaos is part two. Right. So his first follow-up from the old ASCII game was the 2015 one. Right. And now this is a follow-up to that. So Okay, because that one's reviewed well. Cause, I mean, it might be just good to play the 2015 one. Uh, I'm going to push Yeah, it might be. Anyways. Might be. Anyway, um, yeah, like Caves of Quid or Cud or however you say it, hand sanitizer in the chat. That's exactly this kind of game. Totally one of these. Like all these roguelikes and light and lights and things that we're all playing all the time. They, they, their roots are in this thing that I'm, that we're describing. This is where they all came from. This kind of game. All right. John, you've yep. been playing the Final Fantasy and streaming it. How's it going there? 
Uh, it's going really good. I finally dove into the uh, Pixel remasters um, for Final Fantasy, the first one, the very original of Final Fantasies. Yeah. And uh, I am blown away by what they've done with this uh, remaster. I think it's one of the coolest takes on 8-bit pixel art updating for modern times that i've ever seen mm. because and this is the thing that i have felt through the entire thing ever since i started playing it it is a game uh, and i included a youtube link if you want to pull up video sure. of uh, some somebody streaming it i don't remember this isn't you somebody playing was, somebody was streaming it yeah no. yeah no it's you it's uh, totally you oh good okay yeah. good yeah this is um John. but the the thing that i the thing that i love about it is as i'm playing it yeah i it's how I remember it on the NES. Now, obviously, it looks nowhere near this good. It was low res, just 8-bit. But this is what I remember the game. Like, this is what my head filled in as a child playing this game. And now I'm seeing it up on a bigger monitor, looking different. But it, it still feels like it's the same thing. And... The the coolest part about it is, as I was streaming it today, somebody said, man, I really love the new soundtrack, too. And I stopped and I thought about it and I thought, oh, my gosh, the sound is different. Um, it does sound uh, it does sound totally new, like better. Um, or, or what do you mean? Yeah, it's yeah. it's orchestral. It's not it's not eight bit sound like huh. they've they've gone oh, and, wow. and actually put orchestral music to it. But they haven't gone so over the top and over overblown that I'm sitting there going, Oh, well, I don't, I don't like, I don't like this. You know, this, this doesn't fit at all. Like it's simplified enough to where it feels like it belongs in the game. And it, it, it feels like those themes being played the way it should be played. Uh, you have characters so, named John, Scott, Bo, and then you're yeah. making a who's this black mage going to be down here? Uh, it's going to end up being a white mage named Ben. Oh, nice! <laughs> just just picking some names at random. Yeah, uh, it will end up. Being yeah, they, a, none of these none of these are, are significant. They're not people that you know or anything. Just, no, I yeah. just picked I just picked some random uh, names for characters and uh, assigned them archetypes and classes there we go there's the there's the crew we have yep. the adventures of john scott Bo, and ben yeah a nice. red mage a warrior a black mage and a white mage nice it's a lot of mages but a lot it's, like, it's a lot of mages but you know john he's pretty good with a sword too as a red mage he's good at a, a little bit of everything yeah. he's our main character i do think it's hilarious that the most of the time in a video game i'm going to be an archer type a ranged magic type or some combination of those two john has me as a warrior here and you and Bo as mages, and then Ben as a mage. It just feels like everybody's a thing they might not be if they were real. If they were okay, alive. well here's here's the logic behind it. Okay, here's go. what here's what I went with. There's a couple there's a couple reasons. All right. First of all, blows <clears throat> Bo being the black mage. I think that's spot on. Okay. He dressed in a robe to do D and D. Like he's a black <laughs> mage through and through. Yeah, it's pretty much my outfit on Saturdays. Yeah, for, for, it's for just. Two years I, anyways, if anybody sure. is the class that's there, that one was locked in. All right, so yeah. Bo is committed. He's going to be our black mage. Now I'll admit for myself, I got you know I got to pick. I could be whatever I wanted to be. I'm not much of a warrior, you know, even though that's kind of the default main character. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, a thief 
as far as like classes I play, but I love in Final Fantasy. I love red mages and dragoons and thieves. Yeah, dragoons and dragoon isn't favorite. in this. Yeah. And thief, I was just like, eh, but you know, what if we, what if we went red mage? Yeah. It's got that fancy Stanley Billings quality to it. They all got fancy hats and capes and rapiers and the whole deal. So I went with red mage. So that's taken. Um, which meant we needed a tank. Yeah. We need a warrior. <laughs> and uh, Scott, that that left either you or Ben. Ben is not a tank. No. He's never been. No. I'll take uh, it. I can do it. I like a sword. And and, and so my my other bit of logic is you're you're kind of a tank for frog pants in a lot of ways. Sure. You don't talk about doing this, Scott. I'm gonna out you right now. Uh oh. To everybody. Uh oh. Scott and and my chat pointed this out when I said it. He doesn't advertise this, but for anybody who's on his show, yeah. Scott acts as a filter for all the trolling and BS that comes through. <laughs> that so that thinking. the only thing that comes through to the other people who uh, work with him is constructive feedback, something that's so over the top, he knows we'll all laugh at it yeah. or genuine praise. Yeah, that's true. And I know for a fact that Scott sees a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he he tanks it. He takes it all. He takes right. it all for his co-host, and it's right. a wonderful thing that he does. Oh, okay, so now me, this makes sense. Now he's I get a tank. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I gotta say, pretty weird seeing Xbox button uh, prompts in a uh, in a Final Fantasy yeah. game. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. Really weird. Like. But I mean, it looks and sounds great. Like that's the thing. This game. It it has uh, cool effects on the water to where there's like a light reflection on it. Like they've put in like modern effects, but in an old school kind of way, like without stepping so far out of the zone that you go, well, this is completely ridiculous. Like yeah. this is this is beyond the norm. Yeah. You um, could make this a game maker, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, Bo. <laughs> you probably could. You probably could. Here you, you go, some, Bo. Here's your chance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you. Getting excited. Um. But as far as the gameplay goes itself, I mean, this is the original Final Fantasy, and the thing that I have had a hard time coming to terms with is how much the series has evolved since this point in the game. Right. Um, because the game plays so differently. It, there, it doesn't use uh, MP or magic power. Like, there are spell slots, full-on D&D style. Yeah. Like, if you want to learn to cast a spell, you go to a shop, you buy the spell, there are usually four spells per spell level, and you can learn three. So, you have to pick which ones you want to know, and you don't get to know all of them. And when you cast them, you use a spell slot, and you have that many slots before you have to rest. Uh, if your character dies... You don't get to just go rest in an inn and have them come back. You have to take them to a church for a resurrection, which they charge you for, and bring them back that way. If you get poisoned, you don't sleep off the poison. You have to use an antidote, or you have to know magic that can actually cure it. Like It's brutal, and a lot of the stuff that would eventually go on to become kind of staples for the, for the series don't exist in this game. Mm. And as a result, it feels very much like... I mean, when you consider that this was a game on the NES, you see why it was so successful because it feels like a D and D adventure. Yeah. You know, you're given basically a quest. They're like, "Hey, we got a this princess kill got chaos. Stolen. You got this princess got <laughs> stolen. You got to go kill chaos." And you're like, "All right, well, I got to go kill chaos. Let's go do it." Yeah. 
Chaos. Um, Chaos. Uh, which, by the way, yes, that game is based on this game's story. So yeah, it hasn't why. happened yet, but I, I will at some point, I'm sure, kill Chaos. And yeah. I'm so excited for it. I love it. And uh, it, it's neat. It's really neat. Like, it's old. It's not perfect. There are a lot of random battles. Like, yeah. if you hate getting jumped while exploring, like... Oh, man, like this is a game where you fail every perception check in the world because you can't go more than 10 seconds without a random battle. But they do add an auto battle feature where basically it will redo whatever the last set of moves you issued to your characters were. Yeah. So if you're kind of over leveled for a place and you just do attack on all four characters, you can just hit X. It speeds through the animation, so you'll go through the fight faster, and you don't have to input the commands yourself. Oh, that's It'll a just cool idea. That's really great. Yeah. Um, but it even works with magic. So if I go, okay, well, we'll have Scott attack, we'll have John attack, we'll have Ben heal somebody, and we'll have Bo cast the spell. I can lock that in, and they'll repeat those commands every time uh, a battle comes up. But Again, with the way the spells work, you kind of don't want to blow through your spells super fast. Yeah. So it's been uh, a very authentic update, my understanding is, uh, from what was there. They have done some quality of life improvements as well as some exploit uh, squashing. So there was, a, I guess, a place where it was very easy to power level in the first game. They've removed that. But then they've done other things like uh, in the original game, let's say you told everyone in your party to attack the top ogre and multiple ogres appeared. If the top ogre died after the first two characters attacked, the next two would hit nothing and they would miss. Like they only knew to hit what you told them to do. So you had to actually kind of play this guessing game of, am I going to kill the creature or not? This game doesn't do that. Your characters will automatically attack the next monster over if it dies. So they've done a little quality of life cleanup here to make the game a little more user-friendly, but by and large, it's the same way it was on the NES. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. And you're going to keep going through all these, right? You're, this is the plan. You're going <laughs> to, that's the plan. I mean, by all accounts, final fantasy one is a bit on the shorter side compared to the series. Yeah. So, uh, we made good progress today. I killed the elf King, the, the, the dark elf King. It was a, actually a fun little story twist that I was genuinely surprised by as stupid as it was like it was so dumb but I got so into it where it was just like everybody was telling me about this dark elf causing trouble and then out of nowhere there was just this king that was like bring me a crown I was like all right well I guess I'll bring him a crown I brought him a crown and he's like surprise I was the dark elf all along and I was genuinely shocked by it (laughs) uh so it's it's neat I'm having a great time with it and I'm seeing how much it on the other side of the spectrum i'm seeing how much love and reverence games like final fantasy 14 have for this yeah because there are so many references and connections and through lines like it's not it's not a sequel final fantasy's never been direct sequels but there've always been those like echoes you know there's always a sid and you know stuff like that sure. so sure. um seeing names crop up again and getting the references has been really nice and a, a good way to appreciate even in 14. Because well, 14 is, if, it's, if it has any deep roots, it's this, right? Like the original ass concepts of castles and chocobos and, you know, like this era. Not the dudes in a car driving in 15 or, you know, whatever 7's setting was. Like, it's we're not talking about that. Like, 
it feels like 14 owes way more to this Final Fantasy uh, than anything else, wouldn't you say? Yeah, de- I would say the DNA is definitely stronger in the uh, NES and Super NES era of yeah. Final Fantasy. But I, I, I honestly, Final Fantasy 14 is a love story to all Final Fantasies. You can even get the car that you're talking That's about true. from 15 yeah. in 14. I saw a dude um, riding that around today when I was in there. <laughs> So, so weird. <laughs> it's a it's about to be back in the game. I'm so excited, Scott. Oh, I think really? next month I can get that car. I want that oh, car so Lord. bad. It transforms when it flies. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's better than 14 chocobos. So I'm I'm I think that's great. Get get yeah. a get a car. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. There you go then. Uh keep your eye on John's uh uh John underscore Jagger on on uh Twitch, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The underscore is on everything now. So yeah, John underscore Jagger J O N. Not no no H. H people get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Just good get old fashioned J O N. If you want to watch him play through that game, all right. Hey Bo, let's talk about Pokemon Unite and how you are finally to a point in that game. I think where you can start to shed some light on how that game intends to make money because you know it's a free to play game and uh, yeah. now you know. So tell. Should I, I be I've worried? Also, apparently played nine days already. <laughs> Oh my god. Like you, you get it you get you get some there's a battle pass quest counts you have to log in for 14 days and then you get some battle pass points and i've already done nine days and i was like really oh that, it's gosh. been nine days yeah that's a lot wow wait nine 24 hour days right yep wow so like that's... it's nine consecutive days so it's been nine days since i bought my switch and i've logged in all nine of those <laughs> days to play pokemon unite yeah five um, is that 560 no that's not right never mind Forgive me. Hmm? I was trying to figure out the math, but you are. Well, I didn't play 24 hours a day. Right. Of course not. So this is just yeah. you logging in every day. Yeah. Even the one day where I played very little, I brought the switch to bed. By the way, that is not. That is great functionality, but very bad functionality for sleep. You're like, well, it's midnight. I should go to sleep. And you're like, well, let me just grab a Pokemon game. And yeah. the next thing you know, it's two in the morning. And you're like, I said, it. why did I bring this to bed with me? Shit. Welcome to the party. Um, yep. It's been, that piece of hardware is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, right? Say. It's yeah. pretty. It's it just doesn't feel. It's a phone, but it doesn't feel like a phone. It feels like a proper console. I'm pretty impressed with it overall. I, I had a feeling I would be, but I don't know. It's, yeah, it's very cool. I mean, I, I, I I'm portable all the time because I ended up with the light, and uh, you know, it's it's devious. The only thing I can't get over is the eShop lags. Like I'm like. Oh, their why? shop is horrendous. There's <laughs> like, no reason. Why is this lagging? Like, <laughs> There's no reason for it. It's bad. It's just non-optimized and bad. They didn't plan on being as big as it got, as quick as they got with indies and a million other titles. Like, And they've just never fixed it. It's not a priority, and I don't know why. They, It's the worst. The and worst. The password situation. You can't save the passwords. So every, if you accidentally back out of the shop and got to go back in, you got to retype your password. In well, again. yeah, actually, you can... You can there is a setting someplace where you can say, oh. don't log me out every time I get out of the store. So you I can do that. that <laughs> yeah. It's I, a, did, I, I had to do that is. myself. I had to actually search for it to find it. And I, I think I've it. typed the password in 40 times now. Yeah. You don't um, want to do that, but yeah. man, that Anyways. Ugh, such a bad store. And that store is garbage, but so yet here we are <laughs> on the Pokemon the Unite thing. system. Isn't much better. No, that's just Nintendo. No, no, it's, uh, they need to fix it. But, um, Back to Pokemon Unite. I'm sorry if I'm a little like speaking a little sluggishly because I'm starting to ten o- or starting to hit you. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to hit me. It just happens. hit me like ten minutes ago. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Um, all, all that Pokemon Unite. I haven't. There hasn't been a night I haven't gone to bed at like two a.m. and yeah. like I'm up at eight. So I'm just like I'm. 
I mean, that's what you said last night when I jumped into your Twitch stream was, uh-oh, John's here. I must be up later than I'm supposed to be. <laughs> well, yeah, so I had to stay up late last night because I needed to get to veteran, which I did. But um, Oh, well done. Anyways, the feeling I have is this. For a Heroes player, I don't know what it's like if you're from League or Dota or another MOBA, but it feels like Heroes just released 10 or 20 new heroes on a new map. Yeah. So I think if Heroes actually had a big content drop, I'd probably be really interested. So this game is hard for me not to play. Yeah. Um, based on that alone. Uh, I just hit Veteran in Ranked. Nice. And I've been playing with Kyle and I'm playing with Tweep, who's a listener. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. That's the equivalent of Platinum. So I'm going for Master. I got to get through Platinum, got to get through Diamond, got to hit Master. We'll see where I plateau. Do you feel like the game um, is now telling you, hey, if you want to do any better than this, y'all better be spending the money in here? Well, so here's the thing you do have to spend money. You don't have to, sorry. There is items, and items do level from 1 to 30, and they get crazy expensive, and there's a lot of them. Um, the thing is, they're very incremental in value, so they're not that necessary. Getting them up to level 10 is cheap. You can do it with all the free in-game stuff they give you as a new player. So, no, you don't have to spend money. Um, but there's some really bad gacha stuff in here. So, you know how in Heroes you earn gold for playing games? So, yeah. you earn AOS coins in this game. AOS? Yeah, Aos is the wow. world things are from, and John's name of his Aos. character. And he, oh, Aos. Aos. Aos? Okay, that I heard of. Yeah. Okay, I don't. Oh. Yeah, that's my, it's a famous World of Warcraft rogue. Uh, it's a Blood Elf rogue. Yeah, I may have and, heard of him. Uh, He's uh, yeah. known the world over. Uh, so, so there's gold in this game. Yeah, <laughs> that you earn from matches called Aos coins. <laughs> and, <laughs> and anyways, unlike heroes, there's a cap. There's a weekly cap. So once you earn up to like two or three K or something like that, they stop giving it to you. you. Earn zero. Not a big deal, right? Well, the in-game item shop has a boost where you get double gold per match. Oh. But it limits it. Like, even without the boost, you'll earn it in like a couple of days, depending on how much you play. And so you got four or five days of no benefit. Why would you buy a seven? There's a one day boost, a three day boost, a seven day boost. That's bad. And so I accidentally bought the boost without knowing about the cap first. So I spent probably a couple bucks on nothing. I'm earning no double. Oh, man. I'm earning nothing. And I'm like, oh. That would piss me off. So there's some, there's some, there's some bad stuff in there that hopefully people are complaining about that they fix. Yeah. But apart from the store and the awful amount of menus, game's really fun. Yeah. And all the heroes are well done. Um, so I'm, I'm just addicted. I've it's played a great I game. I played a lot. Yeah. In the past. You're not the only one in this uh, world. Apparently that thing really took off when it hits mobile in September, early September, uh, all bets are off. It's going to be enormous and mm-hmm. be maybe one of the biggest things Pokemon's ever done. So good, good job. I didn't put it on my list, but I've been playing a decent amount of it. Yeah, I same. play a game and I quit forever. Uh, pretty frequently. <laughs> <laughs> but is, yeah. that is the current pattern as I play a game and then I go, I'm done. I'm not playing this game anymore. And then I'll play it again the next the, day. And then the, I go, I stupid game. I hate it. I'll quit. Yeah. I, I win too often. I win a lot, but um, whenever I lose, I'm like, well, I'm not touching you. And then I play it again. I, ha- I have found if I play by myself, I win a lot. If I play with other people, I lose a lot. So oh, interesting. it only feeds like frustration towards people I care about. So it's like, I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> they would have oh, let yeah. me play against children yeah children children <laughs> back to pokemon go well all right um 
I love that lady. Listen to this. Back to Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. All right. Uh, excellent. Anything new about Sea of Thieves or Disco? You still playing them? No, no. I just I put in some sessions on them, but nothing much to report. My week has all been about the Pokemon Unite. Yep. Well done. And uh, yeah, so if you want to talk about that, I got lots to say. If not, we can just move along. Well, we'll move on so that we can get <laughs> you to play anything else. We got to get you to bed. Uh, all right. How about this? A uh, couple of quick emails. I like doing these. That's a good question. This one here from Wes. He sent it to talk to the core at gmail.com. That's talk to the core at gmail.com. He says, I hate Scott. Not really. Uh, that was the subject. Wow. My dearest core. Why does it start that way? Well, you'll find out. It says, my dearest core, I'm a bit like Scott in that I always check in and get free games on Epic. I usually don't play them, though. And I definitely wasn't interested in Ironcast. That game looked like hot garbage to me. Thanks to Scott's recommendation, however, I gave it a whirl. This match three meets FTL slash Into the Breach has now consumed my life. I know, or I don't have time for that, but I can't stop. I hate you for doing this to me. Love you all and get and the great work you do, Wes. I told you, I told you guys, that game is good. And I should have compared it to FTL because he's right. There's FTL in it. It's got a little taste of the old FTL. Big mechs in the in a, a freaking um, steampunk era uh, with, a, with a little bit of the Into the Breach in there. He's right about that too. It's a badass game. I'm just saying. People should play that game. There's loot in that game. There's itemization in that game. Ooh, oh, Rebel you. Galaxy is the free game right now. Yeah, it is right now. I have that. I log. I logged in just because this is usually my reminder to log in and get whatever the free game is. But yeah, I already have Rebel Galaxy. I do. But too. that's a fantastic game. It is so. a great game. Yeah, and the sequel's good too. I wish the sequel was free because I wish people more people played that. Uh, Doug Christina says in our final email, now that Twitch has given the green light to hot tub streaming, what are you guys waiting for? I mean, uh, hot tub, hot tub. I'm stealing something <laughs> you your, yourself uh, has said, Scott, but I, I'm pretty sure you and Randy started hot tub streaming. Yeah, so. I think we did before it was a thing. And before we streamed, we didn't stream it. But <laughs> yeah. we, we recorded a podcast in a, uh, in a hot tub or did we, um, mm-hmm. It's, it's a great uh, regret that we didn't do a hot stub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hot, hot stub, stub was a really good idea that didn't come to fruition. There's going to be a lot of guys. Maybe it's good that we didn't do it. We'd get Crosby sweeted or something. All these guys in a hot tub like 10 years later. So Not that we're like that, but I don't know. Yeah. So maybe it's a bad idea. We were going to do it with the Lords of the Storm. And, and I don't know if I don't think Kyle and Garrett would have agreed to do it, but they were included. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you did you know about this? No, Scott. I didn't. We were all gonna get in a hot tub and do a, a like a podcast, like a like a you know a Marvel crossover event. <laughs> I think no. this is something that we just talked about with a couple other people. I don't, I don't think this. Uh, oh, it was And we we're gonna call idea. it you know hot tub because it's Heroes of the Storm tub. I it love was that gonna idea. be an homage to the instance uh, hot tub episode, and we were gonna record uh, get all the heroes podcasters in a hot tub together to record hot tub. That's an amazing. And you idea. were included in this plan. I guess we never told you. Yeah, but. I was never informed of my role or uh-huh. potential role in. You were probably busy, and we weren't that as busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is what we did with our downtime was like concoct the harebrained schemes like sure. the hot tub i was trying to find that i have that image somewhere but i can't honestly find though it. um doug I, I really don't you know i mean i shouldn't be like this but i don't think people want to see me in a hot tub i don't know i i mean I don't, I don't you're a handsome so. man you got uh, cool flowing hair you got uh, yeah like from the neck up but like uh, you know i'm, you I'm gonna nipples. put on a pair of shorts and show off uh <laughs> <laughs> show off this 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 
thing that I refer to as a body. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Like you want to see ground hamburger and hot dog? Like, <laughs> like I, but I appreciate the enthusiasm. I suppose. Yeah. But I was in a public know, pool man. the other day, and I felt real dumb in there. I felt really gross. I looked bad. Plus, you were in a, like a public pool. Yeah, we were at a pool, and I'm all I'm so white anyway. So I just look like a just a big fish. It's not good. It's a bad yeah, look. Public pool rough because you're thinking about pee and poo particles all the time. Even yeah. though there's uh, chlorine, it's just hard. Well, this is one. It's of hard not to actually take a gulp. And you're like, there could have been urine in there. This I is one of those there. salt. Uh, not that that changes, but it's one of those salt sodium ones. So it's supposed to be okay. better at killing stuff. Yeah, but I still my my it. parents' pool is a salt water pool. Yeah, I think we need. But it to doesn't change that. the fact that you're like you're you're swimming in people soup. Yeah, you still are in people soup. Yeah. Like it's not so bad when it's family, because at least like it's your mom's pee or something. You're like whatever. It's but your then, like, mom's pee. Strangers pee. Like it's I don't. Why well, went swimming at my brother's house? They have a salt pool. I don't know what happened in there. It'd be okay <laughs> if it was your mom's pee <laughs> or whoever, my brother or his boyfriend or you know. I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about the fecal matter. I guess situation. I don't stress about it. I don't know. But why I would stress so at a funny. public pool. It's so funny to me. I guess it makes it better. I don't want strangers peeing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just being honest. No, you're right. You're right. No, if somebody said to you, if someone pinned you down and said, look, Bo, either way, you're going to have to have pee in your mouth. Now you can choose. It's your mom's (laughs) pee or it's this, you know, fat guy up the street. Which pee do you want? Yeah, it's my mom's pee. I mean, who knows? That pet guy's pee might smell like sausage. I'm pretty sure my mom's okay, though. Like, Yeah, but... Okay, but is your mom gonna know you made this choice? Like, is this gonna like uh, she lay over family gatherings like games. Oh, forevermore? Listen. Like, you're at Thanksgiving and you just have to look at each other and know. Yeah, it yeah, was her pee. It was your pee, mom. It was your pee. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't want to. I'm just saying, if it happens, the th- it's less psychologically stressful. To I me. get. That. I mean, I've been yeah. peed on before. Yeah. yeah. And you like came brother, from her. My brother like, and I bunked together. So he was in a bunk bed. And he was 10 years younger than me. So he was a little guy and trying to get to bed. He, at one point, he was climbing down the ladder. And he just lifted up his nightshirt and pissed on me. Like, that stuff happens when you're boys. Like, it's, you know. And we laugh about it to this day. Remember the time Jake peed on you? You know, like. And he also barfed on one side and then it ran down into my bed below. It sucked being on the bottom bunk. <laughs> Actually peed on me twice. Oh. You know, he's a little kid. Like, he's 10 years younger than me. He's like four or five. And, you know, pee mistakes happen <laughs> at, at that age. And I, the... But it happened on me, unfortunately, a couple times. <laughs> this really got, this got, this went places here at the end. Uh, um, you're welcome, Doug. Yeah. Doug is your brother? Oh no, this is the guy's name. Doug, 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 and our. uh, You're thinking of uh, Korg, Doug. There you go. Uh, Well, thank you. Doug used to be here, but got (laughs) killed by Hulk. Thank you, Doug. And now you know which P. Bo would prefer if given a choice. Um, All right, I have so many questions about that, but I'm not going to ask him because we're out of time. Uh, That's going to do it for the show. Big thanks everybody for listening, and also those emails are great. Keep them coming. Talk to the core at gmail.com. If you have a thought, feeling, request, review of a game, something you think we should be playing. Uh, did we contradict ourselves? Did we say something wrong today? That's cool, too. We're happy to, to take it on the head. Just let us know via email. Talk to the court gmail.com. This show is brought to you by you at patreon.com slash core show. Without your support, it doesn't happen. So if you haven't already done so, head on over there and check a couple bucks our way. We'd love it if you did. That's patreon.com slash core show. 
frogpants.com slash core is our website talk to the core gmail.com and once again our uh find us on twitter core pod john underscore jagger scott johnson and bo schwartz if you want to watch this all stream you can find john of that same name john underscore jagger i'm at frog pants and you can find bo at bo schwartz right Yes. Okay. The Goforath is gone. Me. That's not there anymore, right? Yeah, I'm still Gorath, but I just it's not my handle. At Bo Schwartz. All right. He good. still plays the the pre-roll about it, which I appreciate. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, that's cool. It's legendary. How could I not? How could you not? Let me ask you this question before we go, Bo. Any final thoughts before I shut this down? Yeah, just if your brother's peeing on you from the bunk bed, just close your mouth. <laughs> just the first thing that you should do, just make sure the mouth is closed. Yeah, but that's but but the caveat is that's still better than the neighbor's pee. If it's your brother's yeah. pee, that's better than yeah. your neighbor's brothers, pee. Brothers, if you had to choose between two pee to get peed on with, families, they go with family, man. Yeah, go with family pee every time. John, final wisdom words. I guess I understand that, because let me tell you, if you want to become okay with bodily fluids on you, have a baby. Yeah. Because let me tell you, you get comfortable about a lot of things you didn't think you'd be comfortable with very quickly. Oh, yeah. It's a good, it's it's um, it's um in the trenches. It's a, it's the place to be if you're trying to get used to gross things. Have a kid. Yep. Do that. Uh, great, great final thoughts here today on the show. Thank you all for listening. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back what next time. That? I don't know what that was. Bo, you all right over there? Yeah. Well, that was me stifling a laugh because you're like, oh. that was great thoughts on the show. But it sounded like, <laughs> you're like, man, what the hell am I doing? No, no, it was great. I really actually really yeah. enjoyed them. I uh, thought that was a Scott clip. I was yeah. like, when did he capture that? For? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. All right. Uh, have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Core. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Back to Pokemon Go. All right. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.